Episode 21, an interview on our upcoming Arizona Innovation Conference, followed by an update on news and events in the ANSYS and PADT worlds. Hi there, welcome back. I'm Eric Miller, one of the owners here at PADT, and this is, as we just said, is the All Things ANSYS podcast. So for those of us that are in the Arizona office, uh, we're almost done with summer. It's September here, and I recorded this on the uh, 18th of September, 17th and 18th of September. Um, so, you know, people get a little cranky when you talk to us. It's because we're just kind of done with this summer, uh, but relief is on its way. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the hurricane that just hit the East Coast. We do have an employee that lives in the Carolinas and and uh, their family and everybody's safe, but they were quite a bit inland, so they didn't get hit too hard. But our thoughts go out to everyone impacted by this storm, uh, as well as the one in Asia. And we hope everything and everyone is safe. Um, <clears throat> in fact, my partner, Ray Chu, just got back from a trip to Hong Kong and Southern China, uh, where they just got hit really hard. So um, we, we send out uh, good thoughts to everybody that we work with over there as well, uh, with our, our partners in China, and hope, hope everybody's okay. and. Everybody got through this in one piece. Uh, also, ANSYS 19.2 is out in general release. Everybody can download it. So our team is super busy dealing with that. Uh, get, get everybody get used to it, download it, get it installed. So that's what they're up to right now. And again, uh, we almost got some people together for the podcast, but didn't quite come together again. So it's uh, an interview and me again. Uh, speaking of the podcast, we've had 155 downloads on that last episode, um, and uh, people are still uh, following up and listening. We're averaging a little over 200 per episode, actually 302 per episode, um, now that we've done 20. I can't believe it's been 20, and we, we passed the magic number of 6,000 total downloads. So we thank all those that, that listen, all of you who listen, and hope you share our podcast uh, with other folks in the ANSYS world so that listenership goes up. Also want to make an appeal again, as I did in the last podcast, to sign up for our emails. Uh, we've decided to, to uh, kind of walk the talk and not kind of, I won't use the word spam, but shotgun people with emails anymore, that we're only going to send emails to people who explicitly ask for them. So we're following the European GDPR sign-up process. So if you'd like to get emails from PADT, go to www.padtinc.com slash opt-in, that's O-P-T-I-N. <clears throat> and these are, uh, you can actually sign up for just the ANSYS-related one, the 3D printing one, the design one, or you can get uh, general information about PADT or all the above. Um, on October 3rd, we're going to hold our annual ANSYS Users Conference with the folks from ANSYS. It's going to be uh, for folks across the state of Arizona to come to Scottsdale and talk about ANSYS things. In fact, to talk about all things ANSYS. So we're really excited about that. It's a great agenda. It's really kind of uh, come together in the last couple of days with the people agreeing, customers and ANSYS and PADT folks agreeing to speak. Uh, ANSYS is organizing the whole thing, and you should be getting an invite if you're in the southwest region. Um, if you don't get an invite and you want to come, you can go ahead and sign up through our webpage, which is www.padtinc.com slash azinnovation18.html. So again, that's padtinc.com slash azinnovation18.html. Or you can just go to, your, to our homepage and click on the events tab at the top, 
and then you'll see it on our calendar for October 3rd. There's a registration information and registration link there. So we look forward to all of you who listen to the podcast to come and, and show up. Uh, and we, we'd love to meet you in person. And uh, we're going to have a little bit of an interview here where we're going to talk to some of the presenters from, from ANSYS as well as a few customers. So uh, please uh, take a listen and, and hear what they have to say about what we're going to talk about on October 3rd. Okay, welcome to our discussion today about our upcoming uh, conference that we're having, the Innovation Conference that we're having in Arizona on October 3rd. That'll be all day from 9 to 4.30 at Skysong, which is where we've had it for a couple of years now. It's a great event where we have people from the ANSYS community get together, both ANSYS side, PADT side, as well as a lot of great customers come and talk. And we're really excited about it. Uh, some great things on the agenda, which I'll, I'll go over very quickly, and then I'd like you to meet some of the folks that will be presenting so you can get a better idea of what they'll be talking about. So from 9 to 9.30 is uh, registration and breakfast reception. It's a great time to get to know everybody. And then Andy, who's on the call with us today, is going to talk about do an introduction and welcome everybody. And then we've got a great keynote um, called Chasing an Electric Land Speed Record. Uh, which yeah, I don't know if you guys have been watching how uh, we've got these new electric vehicles are setting these incredible uh, speed records. So we've got Reese Ticotin, I don't pr pretend to actually pronounce that correctly, who's, who's from Eagle Works Advanced Vehicle Lab is going to talk as well as Matthew Norris and Mason Mikovich. Uh, so they're going to both, they're going to, all three of them are going to be there and talk about stuff. Then we're going to stay with vehicles and talk about uh, autonomous vehicle LIDAR, camera, radar, and closed-loop simulation. Uh, and that's with uh, Chris, who's on the call as well, from Optus. So we're going to talk about um, what's really cool in that world. Then I'm going to talk about uh, modeling 3D printing, metal 3D printing, with uh, the ANSYS Additive Suite followed by a presentation from the folks at Nimbix on using Nimbix to do cloud computing, which if you listen to this podcast, you know we're huge fans of. Then uh, Aaron Edwards is going to talk about solving complete chip packaging systems. We're going to have lunch in between, and then we're going to talk about chip packaging systems with ANSYS. And then uh, we're going to have a customer from um, Mercury Systems talk about iterative R&D in microelectronics using simulation. And one of my favorite topics is uh, piezoelectrics. I don't know why I'm so excited about that, but I guess early in my career I worked on piezo stuff. So one of our customers, uh, Althera, is going to talk about how they're using it. Uh, Joseph Lewis is going to talk about how they're doing um, piezoelectric devices. Uh, Althera is now owned by MERS. And then um, I'm going to mispronounce your name, but let me tell you if I'm right. Arcayoti? Or Chang, yeah, that's <laughs> Chang from uh, Benchmark is going to talk about uh, some of the stuff they're doing at Benchmark Electronics. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to come back up and talk about some stuff we do with customization here at ANSYS and really kind of give an overview of the customization tools that are now available. It's changed a lot over the last couple of years. There's a lot more options available. And then Clinton from PADT is going to do an ANSYS Discovery Live presentation. So a busy day. It should be something for everybody there. Did I leave anything out, uh, Andy? No, that was a good rundown, Eric. Thank you. Good. Okay, great. So let's start with some introductions. And, and I'll just, since we're all uh, on WebEx and not in the actual same room, I'm going to go around and, and ask you. I'm going to go in alphabetical order by first name. So, Archigioti, go ahead and let us know, you know, what you do, um, what what brings you to the world of ANSYS, and um, also what you're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. 
So I'm Marco Jyotich and I am an electrical engineer uh, working with Benchmark for um, last almost one year. So I'm I'm kind of uh, familiar with uh, ANSYS HFSS tool and using it for last six years. And yeah, I kind of started with HFSS 13. So yeah, I'm my area of expertise is antennas and microwave circuits. And uh, I kind of uh, use ANSYS HFSS and ANSYS circuit for my antenna and microwave circuit simulations. And also I use 3D layout sometimes. Um, so, uh, so what we do in benchmark electronics is, um, uh, as you might uh, probably know, is benchmark electronics have been, uh, we have been a contract manufacturer historically, but um, our focus has been recently towards engineering since we have. Um, acquired um, a LARC RF technology in 2015. So, so LARC RF technology, um, a little bit of introduction about LARC RF is, um, LARC RF is basically, um, <coughs> basically um, designing and manufacturing RF components for over 25 years. And uh, so now after this acquisition, we are kind of trying to build our RF and high-speed design group, and um, we also have acquired uh, um, a, f a few fabrication labs, and now we have a, um, a substrate technology, and that's where ANSYS comes in. So uh, we kind of try to make our designs simulation heavy, so that so that once we do something, so since we are going from uh, very low frequency, probably UHF to um, to towards 60 gigahertz or 77 gigahertz. So at those high frequencies, we try to make this as correct as possible. And when it comes about accuracy, ANSYS is the one we trust in. So yeah, that's where uh, ANSYS tool comes in. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, so so we're really excited about what Benchmark is doing because we love it when people are designing new things and especially the heavy use of simulation in it. And even if you're not, people are listening that may be going, well, I don't use HFSS. I love these presentations. And, and those of you who don't know me, I'm, I'm a structural guy from way, 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 way back when. Um, I still find these presentations fascinating because mm -hmm. everything has antennas in them now. Everything generates heat. These, all these devices get way too hot. And so even if you're a mechanical engineer, it's good to know what's going on on the HFSS side so we can design for it and accommodate for it. So always interesting. Mm -hmm. Good. Good. Okay, cool. Um, Chris, why don't you let us know, uh, you know, welcome welcome to the ANSYS family and uh, let us know what uh, your role is and, and uh, what you're going to be talking about. Yeah, sure. My name is Chris Greve. I work for, for Optus. I'm the director here on the West Coast. Um, so for those of you who don't know, Optus were acquired by ANSYS in May, but uh, I've been with Optus for 10 years. Um, and my background is a mechanical engineer, like yourself, I guess, but um, I got dragged into the world of optics about 10 years ago. So um, I came out to the West Coast here about three years ago, really with the brief to follow the whole autonomous driving scene, see what was going on, you know, learn how we can accelerate our product development to take advantage of this market that's emerging here. So I'm going to be talking about the traditional Optus tools, so lighting simulation, but also about sensor technology and how we can simulate different sensors and how that's brought us into the whole autonomous market here in, uh, on the West Coast. And happy to share that with, your, with you guys out there in, in Arizona. Great. 
Yeah, and so it, if you if those of you who are listening who aren't from Phoenix, uh, we're inundated with these autonomous cars. Most of the large manufacturers actually do their testing here in Phoenix because uh, we have straight streets and it never rains. Um, so <laughs> there's there's Waymo cars and used to have Uber cars and uh, not, yeah, it was no Lyft. It was Uber. It was Uber that left. And then GM's testing is out here. Intel's testing is out here. So this is applicable. Uh, every day I commute, I see these devices. So I'm really interested in learning more about simulating them. Uh, so very cool. And and it's a good, it'll be a good overview for those that don't know the Optus suite as well, so how it integrates into the other products. Yeah, and just because it's, it's autonomous vehicles come along because it's not, there's so many related technologies um, that are mm -hmm. speaking off from this that it's going to be an interesting talk out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, we're seeing people use the same technology in industrial applications, uh, drones, aerospace, of course, has been using it for some time. So this is cool stuff. It's the future, just like the everything's going to have an antenna on it. Everything's going to have this kind of sensor on it. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Aaron, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're going to be talking about? Great. <clears throat> My name is Aaron Edwards, and I um, work in the Irvine office for ANSYS. Uh, I'm an application engineering manager, and I was part of the ANSOFT acquisition. So I started at ANSOFT in 2000, been here now 18 years. Um, ANSYS acquired us about 11 years ago. Wow. And I actually um, have about nine application engineers uh, underneath me. Um, they all span kind of the west coast from Portland down to Arizona, actually. I have two AEs there. Um, and I am going to be focusing our uh, talk on the synergy that we have between another uh, acquisition that we've done. That was about six or seven years ago um, by a company called Apache. Apache was um, a real big player and still is a real big player in the IC market. Um, they do parasitic extraction for the ICs. And obviously what ANSYS uh, traditionally did in the electronics world is um, EM extraction for passive circuits, so um, boards and packages. So we have this now ability that we can solve from the IC through the package to the board um, back up to another IC all in one environment, and we're going to explore um, how that process works, um, why it's great for customers that they have the ability of looking from chip to chip, and what the benefits are from not having to kind of solve in silos, but to actually solve a complete system with all the necessary information um, to define that complete system. So we'll be focusing on that, uh, that, uh, that talk um, uh, when we get to Arizona. Great. Excellent. And uh, yeah, chips are huge here. I think it's the second largest industry in Arizona after aerospace. Um, technical industry, we don't count real estate or working for Walmart, but uh, <laughs> right. the other, uh, I know that it's, it's, uh, we're surrounded by chip people and uh, we love these, these being able to integrate these tools and the fact that they're not so separate anymore has been a huge productivity gain for everybody. It's, it's absolutely true, and we, we used to um, kind of call on people outside of the IC world. If we were talking to people in the IC, we'd go, oh, okay, do you guys have any friends that we can talk to? Um, <laughs> now that we are now we're bringing everyone to the same uh, office and same conference, and we're able to kind of talk everyone's language, so it really has been uh, really worthwhile for us. Good. Good. Yeah, it's really come a long way since – I can't believe it's been 11 years since the Ansoft acquisition. It seems like just yesterday. Yes, yes. 
yeah, I guess my kids were in fifth grade then, so now they're in college. So, <laughs> good. I had, I had a lot more hair on my head as well. So. <laughs> I did too, a lot less gray. Cool, cool. Okay, that's great. Um, Andy, do you do you you're you're going to be our MC and kind of coordinate everything? Why don't you let everybody know a little bit about yourself and your background and uh, anything you want to add about what we're going to be talking about? Sure, Eric. Thank you. Um, thanks everyone who's listening. My name is Andy Bauer. I'm a strategic account manager here in Arizona and have uh, been in the Arizona area for 22 years uh, in the ANSYS software world for about the last four after a long career in test and measurement, which isn't too far from the simulation world. Um, I'm going to give a, a short corporate overview of ANSYS. So um, we find every almost every meeting we go into that uh, most of our customers don't know ANSYS as well as they think they do or don't really know us uh, that that well at all from a perspective of a simulation platform. So, you know, as we do multi-physics um, structural, you mentioned, Eric, mm -hmm. fluids, electromagnetics, Aaron, you mentioned semiconductor and <clears throat> power integrity, and then, of course, um, embedded software uh, and, and be, by being able to put all those physics together, it, it really provides a really robust platform. Uh, and now with things like Optus and other physics, including optical, you know, our platform continues to become more and more robust. So I'll talk a little bit about that, a little bit about the corporate structure of ANSYS as a publicly held company. And um, we only do simulation, so we're very focused in this, in this area. We don't do CAD. We don't do... Um, uh, other tools like that. So I'll talk a little bit about that. And uh, as you mentioned, Eric, it's a great venue. It's convenient. Uh, it's well done. And uh, it should be a a great, uh, great event. And if I could, maybe I could comment on the Eagle Works. If you, Please. if, uh, yeah, Please so do. I know Reese, uh, I know Reese Tickerton wasn't able to make the, the uh, podcast today. And that's because he happens to be in class. So um, <laughs> fair enough. Right. Yes. Um, so the team up at Embry-Riddle up in Prescott, uh, we've worked with for about the last three years supporting their efforts in uh, an attempt to break the land speed record for an electric vehicle. And uh, they really started from the ground up. And it's really an amazing story. They've used a significant amount of ANSYS everywhere, um, from structural to aerodynamic to drag to a downforce. Um, you name it. So mm -hmm. I think you'll find the three guys coming down are uh, super excited. They're they're really they're really terrific and impressive folks, and uh, we're really glad to have them down. It's a it's a robust presentation that I think everyone from any industry will really enjoy. So um, we're really glad to have them coming down, and uh, they're going to show a lot of cool things they've done with Ansys too to fix problems and improve their performance. So um, really glad to have them. That, that's really exciting. And I don't know, a, a lot of people hopefully saw the video of the VW electric vehicle doing the Pikes Peak Challenge. Um, this is taking it even a step further. So really going for that land speed record uh, and kind of push it, push it even beyond what the Volkswagen team did. So very exciting stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, cool. Um, you know, what I didn't talk about is what I'm going to talk about. So just in case anybody cares, um, 
with the additive suite, uh, we, you know, of course, here we do a lot of 3D printing, and we've been doing a lot of metal 3D printing recently, and we've been really putting the additive suite, which is a, a way to model that metal uh, laser melting process, um, using a couple different tools, and we'll talk about what those tools are in the presentation, but we've been having a lot of good success with it. Um, it's really helped us reduce our scrap rate, and <clears throat> if, you, if you've done metal 3D printing, um, you know that sometimes there's an iterative process to get the part right. Uh, we're, we're reducing that number of iterations considerably, even maybe even down to getting it right the first time sometimes. Um, um, it, it's a really nice tool, and we'll talk about what it's good at and what it's not good at and, and kind of give you our normal uh, presentation on that sort of stuff. And uh, that's actually a presentation that Doug Otis created, and uh, he, he unfortunately can't make it down from Denver, so I'm going to present that. And then um, at, at 245, when I talk about customization of the ANSYS tools, um, that's been a strong suit. Well, actually, of mine since the first day I used ANSYS, I wrote Fortran code because I didn't like the way the user interface worked, or it didn't have a user interface, the way the text file was formatted. So I wrote my own program to reformat it. Um, and I've been customizing ANSYS ever since. Uh, so that's 20 or 30 some years ago. Um, so it's changed a lot. <laughs> I don't think I've written Fortran in a long time. So I'm going to talk about <clears throat> all the different ANSYS suites. We've talked about a couple of them as everybody's gone through and talked about their presentation. So I'll kind of give an overview of where you can customize it, why you would customize it, and some hints on some lessons we've learned through those decades of doing customization, uh, how to be more effective and more capable. In a lot of ways, the, uh, the one of the biggest strengths of the ANSYS product suite is the ability to customize it and um, Many of the customers that will be there are great examples of that these order of magnitude productivity improvements because they've written code on or in an ANSYS tool. So, um, and then and then Clinton, who who's uh, off visiting a customer today, is going to talk about uh, Discovery Live, which is our our newest, uh, I guess, non-acquired ANSYS product, uh, and it's it's this really quick, fast. We've talked a lot about it on the podcast for both structural and thermal and and uh, CFD, and we're adding electromagnetic soon. If it's not already in 19.2, I have to double check that. Um, and it's just a quick way to get a first pass look at. The behavior of your products and it's worth seeing everybody i just love discovery live it's an incredible product so that's pretty much all i had does anybody else want to add anything else i'm going to take the deafening silence as a no <laughs> so i hope i i can't wait to see all of you guys in the flesh again this is on the third october third at skysong in Scottsdale. Um, it's, uh, I think my favorite part, and Andy, you can back me up on this, is the interaction, not just the presentations, but the interaction chances you get with other users, as well as the technical staff from both ANSYS and PADT. Great. I agree, Eric. Uh, good point. And uh, we love to see our customers. We love to see our customers present the uh, cool projects and uh, the very meaningful business projects that they're able to do, and uh, I know many of our other customers enjoy hearing that more so than just, uh, let's say, marketing fluff. Yes. So uh, hopefully <laughs> there's some good meat that uh, that that you all enjoy. They're, so. they're even, I'll, I'll say this, even the comp corporate overview that Andy will give isn't really that fluffy. It's pretty uh, fact. There's a lot of good facts and bits of information that are useful in there. So we really try and stress that. There, there are no sales pitches. Not a lot. <laughs> That's right. 
Okay, cool. All right, thanks, guys, and we'll see you uh, next week. Or it's not next week, on the 3rd. I got a lot of travel coming up, but we'll see you in <laughs> one, two weeks. So see you in two weeks. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thanks, Eric. Bye. Thank you. Take care. Appreciate it. Okay, so hopefully you learned something there and we've piqued your interest enough to show up. Um, and it's also free lunch. I'm not sure if we mentioned that as part of the event. And, and we really do look forward to meeting everybody face-to-face. -face. So do come out. Uh, even if you can only take off half a day, come as long as you can. We do look forward to seeing everybody there. Uh, let's go ahead and take a commercial break and uh, pay for this uh, recording. And then we'll be back on the other side to talk about events and news. Hi, I'm here to talk about one of the most important services that PDT offers to ANSYS users, our training classes. It's a great time to be a simulation engineer. The software tools we use get better with every release. They're easier to use and more powerful. There are so many different physics we can model with ever-increasing accuracy. And all this increasing functionality, along with places we can apply simulation, have one big downside. Existing users need to keep up with new capabilities, and new users need to get up to speed as quickly as possible. That is why PADT offers training and mentoring. For almost 25 years, we've been efficiently teaching engineers how to use ANSYS products. Even though there are many online options out there, nothing beats being in a classroom with an expert, where you can learn the theory, understand the principles, and apply them in practical workshops. Our classes can be taught at one of PADT's five locations. We can come to your office, or we can set up a class at a rented space. And don't worry, we bring the hardware, the materials, and the expertise. You bring the questions. We can teach standardized classes, or we can customize them to meet your needs. Our courses cover every major ANSYS product, and you do not have to purchase your ANSYS license from PADT. We can provide training to any user anywhere in the world. Learn the ANSYS products you use faster and in greater depth by contacting PADT today. Email joe.woodward at padtinc.com or use info at padtinc.com. If you'd like to talk to a human, call 480-813-4884 and ask to speak to somebody about ANSYS training. We're eager to help you learn your products faster and better. As mentioned in the last podcast, this is uh, kind of the busy season for us when it comes to events. Uh, September is packed. October is even more packed. We've got two, only two events left in September since it's getting further into the, uh, the month. Both are in Denver on the same day. Uh, that would be September 21st. And uh, the first is the Rocky Mountain Sampy Composites Workshop at Ability Composites. And that's going to be in Loveland from 11 to 450. We're going to be talking a lot about 3D printing, and, and if you want, we can talk about simulation as well. And then the AIAA Rocky Mountain Section Annual Technical Symposium is going to be held at Metropolitan State University in downtown Denver, and that's going to be all day from 8 to 5. So again, uh, go to our website, go to the events page, and you can get information on these things. Uh, please do save the date and actually sign up for the ANSYS Innovation Conference in Arizona on October 3rd at Skysong. That'll be from 9 to 4.30. And uh, we've talked enough about that. You know what it's about. That same day in the evening are the AZ Bio Awards. So if you're in the biotech industry, you're going to be at the AZ Bio Awards this year at the Convention Center. Stop on by and say hi. We'll have a booth. Uh, we're making the awards again this year. We're 3D printing them again. And uh, we hope to see you there. The... Uh, uh, 
got a couple things going on. Uh, the big, the most important thing that's still going on in October is the Southern Arizona Tech and Business Expo, which is put on by the AZ Tech Council. We'll have a booth at that. So if you're down in Tucson, I highly recommend you show up for that. Pretty much everybody that does engineering down in Tucson comes to that event. So it's great networking and, and meeting fellow technical people down there. And then uh, we're also going to be in Utah on 10-17 at the Salt Lake, uh, um, in Salt Lake City to the uh, Southern, uh, let's see, I got this a little confused. AMCON is in Salt Lake City on 1017, and the Southern Arizona Tech uh, uh, Gathering and Tech Expo is on the 24th of October. So my notes were a little confused there. So hope to see people at both of those. Okay, the only news we really have to report uh, is on the stock again, the ANSYS stock. Uh, hit an all-time high again on September 17th of 189.62. Um, it's gone back uh, down again a little bit to, uh, actually that wasn't the 17th, that was on the Friday, which was the 14th. And then it's gone back down again. Uh, yesterday it was at 183, so a little bit of a correction, I guess. I don't understand how stocks work, but um, it hit an all-time high again at 189.62 last, last week, which was pretty exciting to see. Uh, there's no new official ANSYS news and no new official PADT news. So we'll move on to our list of blogs of note. Um, Joe Woodward did publish a really nice post on eigenvalue buckling and post-buckling analysis in ANSYS Mechanical on the PADT blog. So check that out if you do mechanical stuff. It's a, it's a good look at a kind of advanced simulation using ANSYS Mechanical. And on the ANSYS blog, there's uh, four articles I thought that were worth mentioning. Uh, yesterday they released something on aeroelasticity of composite wings and how you can really increase your payload and make your life of your structure longer if you use composites instead of metal. So you get better stiffness and less corrosion. And so it's a really nice kind of article of using fluid and ANSYS mechanical to kind of look at those composite structures in a practical way. Uh, there's a good article on ANSYS additive suite uh, the 3D metal 3D printing simulation tool from ANSYS, which we're going to be talking about, as we mentioned, at the upcoming user event. And we just did a webinar as well. If you'd like to go back and watch that recording, it's a pretty good discussion on that. And this article is pretty well written as well. Um, something new at 19.2 that any of you who do CFD should take a look at is a new thing called mosaic technology. It's a meshing technology. Um, I'm still getting my head around it. The article really helped me understand it a little bit more. It, it basically makes really good meshes that are very efficient very quickly. And it uses hexes where it can, and it uses polyhedral meshes where it can, and it handles the transition. So um, do take a look at that. Uh, this, is a, this is a new technology. It should change the way we do CFD meshing, I think, over time. So uh, get your head around it and, and start playing with it and seeing how it works for you on your CFD meshes. And they, they, like I said, the article uh, in the ANSYS blog is pretty good about that. And then the last one uh, is a quick review of how to get access to high-definition images in various ANSYS products because the uh, 10th Annual Hall of Fame competition from ANSYS Inc. is out, and that's where you can submit your model uh, for review and, and win an award. And if you use some of those high-def uh, plotting capabilities that most of the ANSYS products have, you can make a prettier picture for the competition. And it's also good when showing things to your, to your customers and using your simulation for marketing. So in closing, um, I want to talk about the storms more, more recently, get a little serious here. 
Um, you know, a hurricane like the one that hit the East Coast or the typhoon that hit the Philippines and then Hong Kong and China, um, they kind of bring home how important what we do as simulation engineers is. You know, we, we help design and we do simulation for real things out there that see real, real loads in the world. And you may be working on chip packaging or an antenna or something, but it all kind of matters. Um, even if you didn't work on things that, that deal with wind loading or flooding or things like that, just remember that what you do for simulation has an impact on real people, uh, no matter what kind of products you work on. And, uh, you know, it can make a difference in their life. So uh, what, what, what we do has real consequences. And, and these storms kind of brought that home as I was watching you know, structures swaying and bridges standing up to the onrush of water and, and buildings, um, you know, standing up to some pretty severe wind loads. So um, just remember that what we do does matter. So hopefully you found this podcast useful. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to our emails at www.padtinc.com slash opt in to register for whichever one you want. And hopefully we'll see you in two to four weeks uh, with something new. I think we're going to talk about what we learned at the um, user conference, anything special that we want to share with folks. Don't hesitate to reach out. Um, send us some email at uh, podcast at padtinc.com. And we'd love to hear from all of you. And please share the podcast with other folks. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us for the All Things ANSYS podcast, episode 21. As a reminder, this podcast is not affiliated in any way with ANSYS, Inc., and the opinions expressed are those of the people on the show only. For more information, visit www.padtinc.com blog, and please share your thoughts and questions through an email to podcast at padtinc.com. See you next time.